0: From the campus of the Southern California University of Health Sciences, welcome DNA Dan, a podcast on genetics, genomics, and the future of genomic medicine. Our host, Professor Dan Handley, will immerse you in the fascinating world of DNA and genomic medicine. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as medical advice. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Handley, Professor of Genetics and Genomics at Southern California University of Health Sciences. In Episodes 2, 3, and 4 of this podcast, I discussed how DNA was determined to be the molecule of inheritance, as well as how its structure was determined. If you haven't already listened to them, I urge you to do so. What I haven't yet discussed is what DNA actually does. Or in other words, if DNA is the so-called code of life, How is it being read, and how is it that information is put into action? And that brings us to the famed central dogma of molecular biology. Now, the use of the word central dogma in the context of molecular biology and genetics appears to have been first coined in 1956 by a co-discoverer of the structure of DNA, Francis Crick. Crick appeared to be vexed because, to him, Other scientists didn't appear to understand the principles he was trying to convey. Add to that the unfortunate addition of the word dogma. Dogma typically denotes a belief that is held without question regardless of the lack of evidence or contrary evidence. In 1970, Crick published a journal article in which he tried to explain his interpretation of what this central dogma was intended to mean. First, we need to recognize the three main characters, DNA, RNA, and proteins. Interestingly, all three types of molecules consist of chains of subunits. DNA is a molecular code made from a sequence of four nucleotides, adenine, thymine, cytosine, and guanine. We simply refer to them as A, T, C, and G, respectively. RNA is also a string of subunits, In this case, adenine, uracil, cytosine, and guanine. A, U, C, and G. Essentially, uracil in RNA takes the place of thiamine in DNA. And then we come to proteins. Proteins are at their fundamental level, again, chains of subunits. Except in this case, we have 20 different amino acids that make up the linear chain. Now be thankful I'm not going to name all 20. The sequence of these 20 amino acids ends up determining the structure of proteins. The linear chain folds into a shape according to the order and chemical nature of the amino acid sequence. This structure, in turn, folds in a specific way to form a complex 3D shape. It's sort of like a molecular origami, and it all depends at the fundamental level on the particular order and sequence of amino acids in the chain. You may see a pattern here. DNA, RNA, and amino acid chains are all composed of sequences of a defined number of subunits. This is not unlike an alphabet in which the order of letters makes words, the words make sentences, the sentences make paragraphs, and so on. Now comes to the central dogma part. Based upon the experimental evidence and theoretical considerations of the time, Crick set out to determine the nature of the relationships between the information encoded by DNA, RNA, and amino acid chains that form the structure of proteins. The three categories of molecules can be arranged naturally in a triangle. Crick sought to establish which ways information can flow between DNA, RNA, and protein. You have to hand it to Crick, thinking of information flow from coded sequences in an abstract way, instead of being stuck on the structure of molecules. Remember that the 1950s through the 1970s saw the emergence of computer science in other disciplines. There were a handful of biologists at the time started to view biological processes in terms of information theory. But there weren't many. In any case, Crick proposed that the main information flow was from DNA to RNA to protein. And this scheme is what every molecular biology student learns. DNA in the form of a gene is transcribed into what is called messenger RNA, and that messenger RNA is translated into an amino acid chain. Crick's dogma states that the information flow can't go in the reverse direction. In other words, an amino acid sequence doesn't get reverse translated into messenger RNA and in turn reverse transcribed into DNA. Similarly, an amino acid sequence cannot be reverse translated directly into a DNA sequence. Additionally, while DNA information can flow back into itself as DNA information, this occurs only when DNA is replicated prior to cell division. But information in proteins cannot flow back into new proteins. In other words, the amino acid sequences that make up proteins cannot replicate independently, and any information that makes it into protein stays there. Proteins, according to the central dogma, are kind of an informational black hole where the information cannot escape. There are special instances in which information from RNA can flow into DNA. Crick was aware of this. We understand these today as retroviruses. Retroviruses contain only RNA and use special enzymes to reverse transcribe their RNA genomes into DNA. That DNA can then be incorporated into the human genome. This is what makes some retrovirus infections particularly difficult to treat and virtually impossible to cure. HIV and certain other viruses that can cause cancer fall into this category. Although there are exceptions such as retroviruses, Crick was adamant that amino acid sequence information could not backflow into DNA nucleotide sequences. The central dogma of molecular biology has been a standard part of essentially every molecular biology and molecular genetics textbook for decades. However, most focus on the mechanics of DNA transcription and messenger RNA translation and don't emphasize Crick's idea of information flow between the categories of molecules. This has been a production of the Southern California University of Health Sciences, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. The opinions stated here are solely those of the guests and do not necessarily represent the opinions of Southern California University of Health Sciences.